0: Today is Sunday, June 16th. This is episode three of the Full Moon Podcast. We've got a big show. Happy Father's Day to all the baby daddies out there. We've got NBA Finals talk, the Raptors winning the championship. We've got the big AD trade to the Lakers, kind of the controversy about that, and the controversy about the main high school lacrosse. I know you all care about it, so uh, we'll talk about it. All right, that's all coming up. Podcast as always. I'm Jackie Moon. We got Big John here. Big John, how you doing? Hey, happy Father's Day to me. Yeah, yeah. Happy Father's Day to you, you bastard. Thank you. We got Garrett Lynn back in studio. Garrett, how you doing? Good, how are you? And we got a newcomer, the baller, David Cohan. David, how you doing? Oh, we doing. We doing. David, tell tell people a little bit about yourself. Do better than I'm nineteen years old, like stupid ass Wyatt. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm a
1: college athlete. Uh, yeah, that's for the ladies out there. Yeah, uh, I play basketball at St. Joe's. Talk and, to him. Uh, I'm one of the boys over here at the Full Moon Podcast. Absolutely. All right, so we're gonna get right into it today.
0: The Raptors beat the Warriors at the Oracle Game Six, get the championship. Kawhi, Kawhi dance in the post game locker room. That's how happy Kawhi was. Garrett,
2: what are your initial thoughts on this uh, Game Six victory? Well, you know, it was a great game. Uh, it was tough to see Klay uh, Thompson uh, go out with the torn ACL. But it was, uh, you know, kind of mama mentality of him to come out on the torn ACL and hit those two. Free Absolutely. Players.
0: That was savage for sure. David, your thoughts? Yeah,
2: yeah so I love that about Clay. Played That was more uh, heart there. But
1: uh, I'm kind of disappointed on how the Raptors won it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be better if they could have ended the dynasty with a healthy Warriors team. But they kind of got, like, the better luck of it. For sure. And I think it's kind of the same thing as
0: when the Warriors won in 15. When uh, the Cavs didn't have Kyrie or Kevin Love. It's kind of the same thing. Some people might say the Raptors are always going to have an asterisk next to it because it was an unhealthy Warriors team. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a firm believer and you can't take a championship away from a team. So, mm-hmm. Dad, any, I know you don't really follow the NBA, but any thoughts at all? Number
3: one, I'm disappointed there will not be a Game 7 on Father's Day evening. Yeah. Number two, I still thought Golden State was really talented, even missing those key players. I still thought they had a lot of talent out there on the floor. And I was really disappointed to see that they lost that game like they did. I thought they could have showed a little more effort.
0: Yeah, no, I, and I think when Clay Thompson went down, and I think it was really like you knew it was over. Even though the game was really close at the end it was still competitive, it was just like, it kind of it was just like, all right. Well, I think uh,
3: more importantly, they thought it was over. I think they gave up on themselves.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Steph kind of, Steph was still trying to obviously make it happen, but I think the emotion you saw from Steph after Clay went down, you knew he was like, all right, mm-hmm. it is kind of the end. Kind of, what do you think happens with the Warriors now this offseason? Any any thoughts? on you guys, you guys thought about it at all?
1: Yeah. So coming out, Clay Thompson's dad said he's uh, almost one hundred percent sure he's going to re-sign with the Warriors. That's awesome. So they will have Clay Thompson back, and I think that KD signs his uh, opts into his last year in his contract, stays that extra year, and then that just the next year determines on where he heads.
0: Yeah. No, I think KD's definitely going to opt in just to rehab and kind of have a have a safe space to do to get back into being KD, do KD things again. Any thoughts, Garrett?
2: Uh, I mean, Warriors, they said that they're going to try to max both KD and Clay out this summer, which I think is a smart idea on them. To try to keep them, see what they can do with them again.
0: Yeah, and I think the Warriors obviously want to keep Clay and KD in the long run, so I think they're going to treat them really well in this next year during their rehab. Probably give them the money they want. Definitely pay Clay, and kind of just do everything they can to show them that
1: Golden State is a place for them to stay. I think the Warriors, too, are going to need to pick up some more key guys cuz i think they showed in the finals that depth's going to be with when it uh, wins nba championships and clearly without kd and clay they kind of look like a mediocre team almost for sure Steph about, and Draymond. speaking
0: of depth how about that uh fred van fleet uh that game 6 he had he really went off he's a whacker
1: he he is a whacker he's a whacker, but he he's getting paid
3: he he is getting he
0: yeah. he will be getting paid soon
3: The other thing about Golden State is I saw the virtual tour of that new stadium they're going to play in in downtown San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And, of course, San Francisco is a city that's sliding into the dump faster (laughs) than most cities in America. But if they can at least leave that little area around the New Coliseum looking nice, that's going to be a heck of an attraction, I think, to an NBA player.
0: Yeah, I agree. RIP the Oracle. Great times in there. Some legends coming through there. Probably Baron Davis, my favorite. But RIP the Oracle. They're moving to San Francisco. Some controversy. The people in Oakland don't want to see him go. Kind of gritty, you know, being in Oakland. Kind of moving to pretty San Francisco. But that's all right. I think they're still going to be good. So Golden uh, State needs to worry because the Sacramento Kings are just up the road. Facts. Well, shout out to yeah. Uncle Chris, our Uncle guy Chris, down in
3: Sacktown. Yeah, talk to him. Rack me. He's coming on the show some sometime, sometime telephonically. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, yeah exactly. So we're going to get right into this AD talk. Gee, break down this trade for us right here. What happened?
2: Uh... The Pelicans traded AD to the Lakers, and the Lakers gave them Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, uh, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks. Or four, one three. of those picks uh, I think is it was
0: three, three first-round picks, and one of those picks is that number four, that number four pick. Correct this year,
2: right? Yeah,
1: I I think the Pelicans win that trade. If I'm being honest with you, David, what do you think? Uh, I don't know if they win the trade because the Lakers are. F- for sure going to be in the Western Conference Finals at least. I mean, they're going from they're going to go from not being a playoff team to being a team that's probably at the top of the league.
0: But my concern but, with the Lakers, though, is they have, what, six players under contract right now? Yeah, but they that's have insane. a lot
1: of salary cap to go out and get a point guard, like, say, if Kyrie doesn't end up with the that's or the Knicks, uh, if Kemba does want to leave the Charlotte Hornets, which he has stated that he doesn't, but if they can get someone like Kemba Walker... This might be the Lakers, might be just taking over the West. That's very true. I think AD
3: now is Dorothy on the Wizard of Oz, and he's now standing on the vortex of that big black cloud that's going to start swirling out of control as he goes to Los Angeles. There's not going to be enough ball time for him and the alleged Messiah, who I think is the dump manager. I can't <laughs> stand him. I think he's a myopic, myopian. And I feel really bad for AD because I think his career may be. Circling the drain, starting last night at midnight. So you're thinking LeBron, the player killer. LeBron is the player killer. Not he. The player killer is wrong. Career ruiner. Yeah, I think that's more accurate. And he's not going to give AD his touches. You don't think so?
0: No. Jeez. Lavar Ball he, already he's cursed him.
3: The
1: new him. tragic myopian. Yeah. Lavar Ball already cursed him. Said the Lakers won't win another NBA championship. The Lakers do have the Lavar Ball curse. So
0: is Lavar the new little B? Because I know a lot of teams do have a little B curse. You know who I'm talking about, right? A little B the yeah, base. you're talking about. I don't I, know LeVar that... may be the new little B.
2: Well, I don't know because has he been right yet? Because he said that all three of his kids were going to be on the Lakers at the same time. It's
0: a very good point. Hey, if yeah, all, all doesn't three... even
2: have a chance till next year. Right.
3: If all three of his kids made it to the Lakers, I would be sending him a letter asking if he could make my legs grow back. <laughs> <laughs> he would be showing wow. me a true miracle status. Jesus. Thank you.
0: Yeah, so Big John says... Lavar's a phony. I mean, what? the? La- it just still amazes me the Lakers only have six players on a contract. That is just a gigantic risk. That's like absolutely if, true. If, true if they really,
2: if what if they end up with some bums? Well, they had bums this year. So exactly, and, and they didn't about
0: make about the that. playoffs. I mean, I know you add AD, but then you lose the young core. You end up with bums. You could be looking at, you still might sneak into the playoffs, but I don't think LeBron and AD carry
1: you to a top four seed in the West just themselves. Hot take. The Lakers have six players on their contracts right now. Yep. Right? So there's a man who's probably not gonna get drafted, but will end up making a team through the G League. They call him the main attraction. Nick Mayo comes to save the Lakers. <laughs> Nick Mayo <laughs> comes to save the Lakers. Okay. That's a okay. So that's awesome. That is
0: Nick Mayo. Probably one of the best basketball products to ever come out of the state of Maine.
1: I'd give him one or two. Yeah, one or two. What was he, four year star at EKU? four-year starter he the nobody checked these facts uh from what i know he's the all-time leading scorer at eastern kentucky he is top 50 in scoring in division one history uh he's over 2,000 points i think he's over like 2,300 Mm -hmm. so obviously
0: i followed him i didn't get the fall back so if anyone on this this podcast knows him tell him to follow me back at jackie moon underscore 25 on instagram i saw on his story the other day 76ers workout a lot of camera time at the 76ers workout on the 76ers Instagram page, which is which is pretty dope from a kid coming from Maine. So Amen. good for him. We're all happy for him. We're rooting for him. Amen. Him so, and Trey
1: Fletcher. about to put Maine on the map.
0: Trey nice. Fletcher also didn't give me a fallback on Instagram. Yeah, so. shout-out one time, Trey
1: Fletcher. Buddy got drafted, 19 years old, at a Deering High School. 18 years old, actually. Yep. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Good luck to your coming years.
0: Got to respect it. Good luck to him. You know, coming from Maine, we're always rooting for Maine guys to be successful.
1: Absolutely. Anyway...
0: In case Nick Mayo doesn't go to the Lakers, which we're hoping he does, that'd be sick. We know he'd bring him to the NBA championship. What I mean,
2: it, it's just kind of – it's just a high risk. All right, Garrett, what are, what are your thoughts on this, man? Well, I just want to know if it's possible if both teams can win the trade because for the Pelicans, they can get a future – a no, good, I, co- good core for the future, and the Lakers are more in a win-down mode with LeBron there. I, think I agree. Like, they get the superstar with LeBron. I think that's good good moves for both teams. I agree
0: with you there. I think they both did win the trade, but if I had to pick one – I'd go with the Pelicans because I'm a a big asset guy. I love some ass sets. I'd
2: go with the Lakers because they got the best player out of the deal.
0: Okay,
1: I, I I do respect that side. I do respect that. We can uh, agree to disagree. I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with the Pelicans. I think they got the best future out of the deal. I think yeah, they can I mean, take another one of these first round picks that are in the coming years and trade it to say get the number three pick just to get that one spot higher and put together that Duke dynasty.
2: So they're projected, to say it, but RJ Barrett and Zion Williamson together could be deadly. Well, I saw yeah. with the Pelicans they wanted to get another like uh, star player in the league, and I heard rumors that Bradley Beal they could move that. I did pick hear that. Yeah. get Bradley Beal. I think that'd also be a good team. That'd be to watch. a great
0: move for the Pelicans. They're projected. Starting lineup right now with the players they have, and <laughs> kind of their also projected number one overall pick, who's obviously Zion Williamson. It was I saw uh Ball, Lonzo, Drew Holiday, great defensive guard, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, which obviously everyone just taking an educated guess on that's who they're going to pick number one overall, and then Julius Randall. So obviously not a ton of size. But, I mean, that's a that's a fun starting lineup to watch. That's I think that'll keep the fans engaged while they keep trying to rebuild.
2: That'll make the Pelicans some money. Yeah,
0: no, I agree for sure. And I, I think if they come together, they start playing well, maybe sneak into the playoffs, you never know.
2: <coughs> yeah, watching ball throw lobs uh, to uh, Zion is going to be fun to watch for sure. Yeah,
0: no, I, I agree with that. That's going to be awesome. So, uh, our guy, also, we got to give some heat to our guy, Jacob Plume.
1: Mm-hmm. One time.
0: Huge Lonzo Ball fan. Told us he's not going to buy Alonzo Ball Pelicans
1: jersey. That's fake. Wow.
0: That's extremely wow. fake.
1: Yeah, a tough couple days for him. Yeah, I know he's a little bit a bit upset last night when I told him the news. Yeah,
0: definitely a tough pill to swallow. We know Jake. Jake's been Alonzo guy since he's been in high school.
1: He's got the UCLA jersey yeah. too.
0: I mean, I st- I think he wore that thing to school maybe at least twice a week. Oh, he was wearing that to
1: college. Yeah. The oh, only yeah. thing that
3: could be worse for him is to find out that Alonzo Ball had to play with Kyrie Irving.
1: That's yeah. the only news that could have been worse for Jake. Yeah, no, Kyrie. Yeah, the news that Alonzo Ball Jeez. will come off the bench on the Pelicans, that would be bad news. Speaking <laughs> of Kyrie,
0: kind of Kyrie Celtics here, I mean, the Celtics were in, they were in these AD talks, but they would just not give up Jason Tatum, which I love. Because I love Jason Tatum. I think he's a Celtics star of the future. But I, I love that they didn't give him up. Yeah, I think Danny did the right
1: thing. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, because uh, Anthony Davis's, uh agent told the Celtics that if they were to trade for him and sign him, that he'd be there a year and he'd be out. He
0: yeah, which is like, as a Celtics fan, that's just not It'd what would be the Celtics same thing about
2: him on the Pelicans this year, where he basically just sat half the game. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think mean, it would have been different, though, if Kyrie, if we knew Kyrie was staying. If yeah. we knew Kyrie was staying, yeah. then I think you do try to go get AD. Because mm-hmm. a real shot. It's that's a great a, point. That's a good
0: call. That's a great point. Yeah. And I think that's huge for the Lakers, too, is he basically has told them he is planning on re-signing with, with the Lakers in L.A. Probably he'll get the max probably at least four to five years. Mm-hmm. Him and LeBron will be balling for a while, probably just enough for Bronny to get in there, get the mix. Cause you know, when Bronny is up for the draft, the NBA, those scumbags are gonna find a way. Somehow to get the, Lakers the Lakers are gonna get somehow. that perfect oh, pick. Somehow
3: to a... there's gonna be like a counterweight on the ping pong ball. Yeah, LeBron
0: <laughs> might say he has cramps for all 82 games and oh. just tank, so the Lakers get that that first Amen. overall pick.
1: Oh, he's not going first.
0: Who, who do you think's going first in that class? He's too, got a no? teammate on this uh, AU team. That's right. What's that's his right. Kind of Footer, right? Is that the kid no, that's no, dunking? No, no, no.
1: It's the kid who's fl- who can fly through yeah. the air. I think his name's like Mookie like Williams or something. I don't really know his name. Don't check me on that. But he is just absolutely insane. He's a beast. <sighs> so, I mean, we've kind of broke down kind of both teams here, giving
0: you a little insight. I just kind of want to know what this does for kind of the landscape of the NBA, the Western Conference. I guess the Eastern Conference kind of stays the same. I guess free agents really going to shake up the Eastern Conference this year. But kind of just the Western Conference landscape, what do you think that really does for I mean the
2: Lakers being a big player now? Well I think that jumps them to the top of the West. I think right now they have the best odds for the championship. Yeah. So you know, that gets
1: especially you. with the Warriors losing two key
0: guys
2: for basically so, all of next year.
0: So obviously yeah, the Warriors they're gonna be a big question mark for next year. No Katie, no Clay. It's gonna be Steph Draymond and Iggy and kind of just see maybe who can they can pick up this offseason if they can get anyone. Maybe Boogie if he decides to stay. Um then obviously I love Utah. Utah's a good young team. I think they can maybe they give people a run for their money. The Trail Blazers will obviously be back. They were really good this year. And who they lost a their big center again. What was that Nurkic? Yeah. They lost Nurkic. Yeah, he wasn't like right. Yeah. yeah. He had a brutal injury so he wasn't there for the playoffs. So I think with Nurkic back, the Warriors, I mean the Blazers, excuse me, the Blazers will be a huge contender. The Rockets, Utah Rockets, Trail Blazers, Nuggets and then obviously Lakers. I think that's what about like, San Antonio? I mean, they're good, but with, with Pops, they're always good. You can never well, that's count what them I mean. out. That's why I asked. Yeah, you can
1: never count them out with Pop, but They'll always be a playoff team, but they're yeah. not getting to that other stage right Yeah, now. I don't
0: know. Your guys' thoughts on this? Uh, uh
1: I don't know what's really going to happen in the West. I mean, I see four teams there. Uh, I, see, I still see the Rockets up there. I see the Nuggets getting a lot better with Michael Porter Jr. coming. Uh, I see the Lakers going to be very good. I can see the Warriors still being top four in the West, just giving someone that run for their money with their shooting. But, yeah. I mean... The Lakers are going to be in that Western Conference championship, and most likely are going to, if
2: they can get a point guard, are going to make it to the NBA championship. G, uh, I think it'd be interesting for the Lakers if they uh, miss out on Kyrie and Kemba. Do they bring D'Angelo Russell back? Oh, that'd be something. That's a that hot would take. Be
0: awesome. That's a great point, G. That'd be fun to watch. That that watching D'Angelo watch. Russell Russell in that uh, Sixer series this year, yeah, that was fun. That whole this is kind of like two months old, but that whole net Sixer series this year was just fun. Jared Dudley. Yeah, I like, just, you know, a little playoff intensity oh and my people just God. back each other. I thought the and...
1: best part about the Nets was the bench. Yeah. The Sully's. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. They were they were wild. They knew
0: that they were just a dark horse, and they, they rolled with it. They knew they were playing with house money, and it, it was fun to watch. So, we're going to kind of transition from NBA talk here to I know you guys all care about it. We all care about it. Main high school across. I mean, it's basically the biggest thing in the world. So, shout out Our boys. TA State champs going back to back. I mean, great overtime win. Shout out to CJ LeBret, Kids going to Mammoth University. D one. I mean, controversial win yesterday though. So it's tied going in overtime. The Falmouth, they played Falmouth. We we're not fans of Falmouth on this podcast. Anyway. They're going it Falmouth face off man has been dominating the X all day. So the TA coach decides to check a stick right before overtime. Oh, they! It turns out it's legal. That kid's locked in the box. Three meta penalty going in overtime. TA automatically starts with the ball. 42 seconds in overtime. CJ LeBrec, game winning shot on his stick, rips it into the net, passes a foul with goalkeeper, wins the state championship in OT. Great moment. Unfortunate has to be tarnished by this. All these people complaining about this call. I like the call. You guys have an opinion on it? People are saying it's Bush League. I mean, I'm obviously biased, but when I'm just looking at it, you can't say you would not do the same exact thing if you're in that position if you know the kid's stick is illegal, you're calling it you're calling it 10 times out of 10. people are saying oh just let him play like that's like unfair as the integrity of the game or some shit like that i mean the kid's stick is illegal
3: he's breaking the rules i refuse to acknowledge it's tarnished and i refuse to acknowledge that somehow there's an asterisk or it's controversial because the kid had an illegal stick if you're the coach, how do you let your kid go into overtime in the state championship game with an illegal the stick? The biggest face-off the of the one, year. The one thing that Pop Webb always taught us was winners never cheat and cheaters never win. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the biggest game of the year, and you cannot let your big stud, who's been a bully all day, go into the, into the overtime round with an illegal stick. Too bad. We're either going to follow the rule of law or we're not. Absolutely. You decide.
2: I'm just confused about what's people's issues with it. Thank
0: They're you. saying it's bush league, and if you were to call for a fi- stick check, do it earlier in the game. And if you were to do it earlier, in the, if they were to do it earlier in the game, it probably wouldn't even win in overtime. I'm pretty sure it was three minutes. I'm not sure if it's locked in or not, but a three-minute penalty, crucial. I mean, they score that one goal, they don't go
2: in overtime. So people are so. mad about the timing of it. Yeah, it's, that seems kind of dumb. I yeah. agree,
3: 100% agree. That's why I refuse to acknowledge asterisk, tarnished, controversial. Not to me.
1: I think it's the smartest thing the coaches ever did in T.A. Uh, I mean, they probably I mean, they, they had a guess. That kid was winning every single face-off. They yes. knew something was up, so they just waited till the right moment. And th- we it. learned
0: it from South Portland. Our eighth grade year, South Portland, we were we up. T- Thornton Academy, I, I can't say we because I was in eighth grade. We were not on that team. Thornton Academy was up by three with, like, 50 seconds left in the game. South Portland calls, stick check on the T.A. face-off, man. Locked in penalty rest of the game. Sopo goes to score four unanswered in that amount of time and win the game to go to the state championship. Really? I mean, we, we've seen it before. Yeah, it's I, a historical precedent. And I really don't think it was a big deal. Um, also, quick side note, we won the state championship on a year ago today. So, congrats to us. We'll open the state look later. We're a super washed up podcast here. But anyway, um, also... Big shout out to all the Falmouth kids spitting in gloves, kicking sticks. I think you really did a really good job of representing your town, and um, really just kind of showing us what what Falmouth athletics is all about. So thank you for really carrying yourself with a real good class there. So I think that's really going to uh, wrap the podcast up today. You guys got any final thoughts? Uh, it's good to be on. Yeah, great to, to have here. you, yeah, Jackie Moon. Thanks for the invite. Of course. Um, if anyone has any thoughts. On literally anything they want to talk about anything, have any questions for us? I want us to address anything. Tweet us at Full Moon Pod on Twitter, or you can DM me at Jackie Moon underscore twenty five. If you're a Falmouth kid and you're just angry with that, come on, talk to me. We can talk about Step it. Step up. We can have a conversation about it. Um, if you literally want to talk about anything, just let us know. We would love. We always love input. We appreciate all the input we've cast. had. Ideas for Future Cast, we love it. So uh, thank you and have a, have a great week.